Hello, my fellow sovereigns, and welcome back to another episode of The Princess and the Bee. And this episode, I am so excited to be here with you today because I do believe that this episode can be a game changer for some of you. Um, 2020 taught us a lot. It was a challenging year for many. And because of that, I think it brought to light the need and the absolute necessity for us to put health as our priority and as a value system that we consciously, actively live into. And one of the things that from my own book and my own journey with eating disorders and and healing from that is that it really does feel good to feel good. Like it feels good to feel good and at home in your body and, and in and present with it. And that is why I am honored to have my guest, Cheryl Meyer, who to be here with you to share her story of transformation. Not only is she the best-selling author of It Feels Good to Feel Good, but she is also a woman in her early 70s who turned her life around. Turned her life around. Like, it's, it was at, in her late 60s, she decided, yeah, life is not over for me, even though her body felt like crap. And she chose to do her own research and to turn her life and her body around. So one of my favorite things is a transformation story. And one of the things that I have loved about um, my experience with both of my parents is seeing that it's never too late to transform. You can transform your story of sobriety and you can also transform your story of health. It's up to you to make that choice. And I say that at a very tender time for as I record this, my dad is currently in the hospital. Um, And what will happen by the time this is released, um, I am not sure. But knowing and having seen my dad's choices over the years and the foods that he has chosen to put into his body, it really sucks when you see someone who is struggling and in pain and meanwhile you looked at a lifetime of choices that were like you could have avoided that you could have made your body stronger you could have decreased the toxicity levels and that's why and as much as we want to shoulda coulda woulda ourselves the thing that i love about cheryl's story and Cheryl's transformation journey and the heavy research that she has done into toxicity and to understanding what she's putting in her body and helping educate and inspire others to know what they're putting in their bodies and then to make the choice, to make the informed choice. Because that's the beauty is that we always have a choice when we are presented with the information. That's one of the reasons why I love the midwife's model of care. It's they present their patients with all the choices, and then you get to decide. But you can only make an informed choice when you look at all the choices, when you look at all the information and all the data objectively with enough self-awareness to say, where is this information being sourced? Who is benefiting from this type of information being put out there? Um, and that is something to question. And that is something to to allow yourself to to question who is profiting from this information or from this process or from this system that is currently in place. And so that is why I am so excited to bring some, maybe some new information for some of you, maybe some friendly, like a friendly revisit to some, some information that maybe you would have remembered or forgotten that you knew, already knew but to provide you with some new tools and some new resources to look at your health from a more objective perspective and to start assessing that it feels good to feel good. And so if your body is not feeling good, you are within your full right to claim your power over your temple, over your palace, this body, this vessel that you are blessed with, to do the research, to find whatever it is that you need to do to feel good in your body. So with that being said, I give you Cheryl Meyer. Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com. 
and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys, and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello, hello, and welcome back to The Princess and the Bee. I am so excited to have Cheryl on from Your Health Muse talking all about how it feels good to feel good. This woman's story is powerful and a testament that you can change your life and your diet at any age. So Cheryl, welcome to The Princess and the Bee. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you very much. You are so welcome. So tell us about your your journey and what you experienced with with having chronic illness and also like your your discoveries with toxins. Um, I was an entrepreneur. I had my own jewelry business. I designed jewelry for all the big department stores in the United States. So if I I had Macy's in a, as an account. I designed jewelry specifically for them. I had JCPenney as an account. I had a drop ship account with Kohl's. So I was busy going back and forth to Europe, uh, to Europe, to Asia. I was manufacturing there, but I was designing for each individual retailer and I loved it. But the problem was my toxic load started to build up. I didn't know there was such a thing as toxic load, but all kinds of things started going wrong with my body and it went past my brain so quick. I didn't even stop to think about it. Um, my and underarm so deodorant. Mean toxic load. What what does that mean specifically? It's actually a term that when you're when you build up so much toxicity in your body and you topple over the top, which happens from a mechanism called leaky gut, which I can explain. But when you topple over the top, then you go into chronic illness. So it goes leaky gut equals inflammation. Inflammation equals Um, toxic load comes from before the inflammation, and then you go over the top and into disease. And disease is chronic illness, which is more than just autoimmune disease, which is what it ended up I got. It's cancer, it's heart disease, it's diabetes, which is now considered to be an autoimmune disease. There's 140 different named autoimmune diseases alone, And I happen to have one that's a little bit from column A, a little bit from column B, and a little bit from column C because I don't have a name for mine, but I had all the markers for autoimmune disease. But I can tell you that it's true that it builds up over 20 years. I didn't catch it. I didn't know that what's going on. I'd get rashes down one side of my body and I would have no idea where they came from. Or all of a sudden my underarm deodorant gave me blisters and then that went away. And then my underarm deodorant gave me a rash and then that went away. And then my eyes got all itchy from the mascara and then they got all watery and red. Things were happening to my body. I had terrible agita. It was constant, which means upset stomach and GERD. it was just, it was like always sitting here, but I didn't know what that was. I don't have any anymore, but it took me a while to figure out what was causing all this stuff and how to make it go away. But the thing that happened right before I woke up in horrific pain was I had noticed that I was getting rashes from um, dryer sheets. So mm-hmm. I'd hidden them way up in my laundry room above my dryer, but I had company come stay with me. And she decided to do me a favor and do my laundry. And she found them. And I woke up that morning and my lips were swollen. My tongue was swollen. My eyes were swollen. I was having an aphylactic um, experience. I could almost not breathe because my reaction was so severe. And through elimination, I figured out, you know, what did she do? that was different. And yep, she had found these dryer sheets. Now you would have thought I would have started paying attention then, but I didn't. Three weeks later, I woke up and everything in my body hurt. Every muscle, every joint, my head was pounding. Um, I couldn't even get out of bed. 
I didn't want to move because I was in such pain. And I went to my conventional doctor and she ran tests four different times and finally called me and said, guess what? There's nothing wrong with you. I said, I hate to break this to you, but that's ludicrous. I said, because I know my body and something's wrong and I hurt. She said, well, I want to give you steroids, but what I really want to do is get you to go for therapy. I said, I don't need therapy. I need to figure out what's wrong with me and I'm going to find it. So hasta la vista. She'd been my doctor for like 10 years, but she had also missed that I was diabetic. So I guess I wasn't surprised that she missed that I had autoimmune disease. But what I did was I fell into the functional medical community online and they were fairly new then. It was 10 years ago and they ran 19 different symposiums with multiple doctors and I listened to every single one. And all of the doctors have become functional because they got sick and couldn't help themselves. And so I listened to all of it and started writing down terms I didn't know. What was leaky gut? What could I do about leaky gut? Did I have autoimmune disease? Sure sounded like I had autoimmune disease. What caused leaky gut that I could reverse it? And there were two things I could do right away for myself. I could eliminate toxins and I could lower my stress. Now, I knew that my stress was out of control because friends had been pulling me aside and telling me that I needed to get it under control. But I thought it helped me get more productive with my business. So I was ignoring them. Well, guess what? It was making me less productive. And when I finally got to my own functional doctor, my cortisol was so low, I was borderline Addison's disease. So I caught it just in the nick of time. Because unfortunately, once you topple over into toxic load, or you get a disease, you don't go back. You can find ways to control it, but you don't get to go back and not have it. So then I dug into finding where the toxins were in my life. And there's a giant database in the sky in the United States called ewg.org. And people know it here because they put out the Dirty Dozen Clean 15 vegetable and fruit card. And so they actually have over 200,000 items that they have tested toxicity on. And I started item by item and looked them all up. First thing I looked up was my face makeup. It was a nine on a 10 point scale because cosmetics are not regulated in this country at all. So obviously that had to go out and I had to find a replacement. And I literally went item by item. And if it wasn't in the database, I looked up the ingredients one by one. Flash forward five years, about at the two and a half yard mile, I had met my own functional doctor who looked at me, tested me and said, yep, you've got autoimmune disease. You've got all the markers. She ran completely different tests than my conventional doctor. Um, as an example, conventional doctor checked my thyroid from here to here. Functional doctor checked my thyroid from here to my adrenals. It was co just completely different. Regular doctor checked me for allergies. Only thing I was allergic to was the tape that held them on my back. Functional doctor tested me for sensitivities. I had 18 of them. And by just eliminating my 18 sensitivities, I went from horrific pain to way less pain. So that was my first huge victory. But I had already made lots of progress with all the things that I had eliminated that were toxic in my life. I eliminated all of my toxic cleaning things and found a cleaning um, solution that's a one on a 10 point scale. It's plant enzymes. And I love this stuff. I use it to wash my dishes. I use it to wash my laundry. I use it to clean my toilets and wash my floors. And it cleans like a dream. And there's no toxicity going through my skin or anywhere else in my life. And so it's good for my pets. It's good for my grandchildren. And it's good for me. But literally, I went through everything. And at the five-year mark, I had eliminated hundreds of toxins from my life. So between that and the sensitivities, I was reaching a point where I was pain-free. And then I went over the line. And I no longer have any pain at all. Now, I will always have autoimmune disease but I have no pain. And when you've had pain, you'll understand why I wrote the book that says, hey, it feels good to feel good. 
because when you don't feel good, you really appreciate it when you get it back. So at 67, I was running into people everywhere with stories similar to mine at the grocery store, at the dentist office. And I decided it was time for me to jump all in and help other people. So I went back to school at 67. I went to coaching school. My BA is from Berkeley, but it's in English. And I didn't think anybody was going to believe that I knew what I was talking about a health. But I've become like a little encyclopedia of holistic solutions and how the body works, even though that wasn't my background. So I went back to coaching school just to get the certification. And then I hung up my shingle and I'm a health coach and I now help other people. And really what I want them to do is own their own health, own their own body, take back their power because you know your body better than any doctor knows. And so yeah, we need our doctors. I'm not saying that we don't. But some of the things I found out, like no conventional doctor has had any training in nutrition at all. None. Yeah, only they, one they, fourth of the medical schools in, in the United States ha have a nutrition course. And it's maybe four hours. That's how long they get. Their doctor's main source of information is their pharmaceutical rep. So when you're talking to them, they're listening for the first thing you say so that they can match the pill to it. So you have to own your own body. You have to do your own research. And when you go to your own doctor, no matter who it is, you need to have robust conversations with them because that's the way you'll get down to what's going on with your body. It's not because they're going to search deep. They have too many patients. It's not their fault. It's the way the system is set up. Mm -hmm. But let me tell yeah. you quickly what a functional doctor is. A functional doctor went for additional certification because it couldn't help themselves. My doctor went to Yale. She went to a full-fledged medical school, but she went and got her functional medicine certification because she too got sick and couldn't help herself. And so although she can prescribe pharmaceuticals to me, that's never her first option. Mm -hmm. Um, my conventional doctor said, what's to do about my, um, uh, my cortisol being so low? Well, it was a very easy solution. I'm taking drops of Rodelia, which is a flower. And that brought me right back up to normal. So she knows holistic solutions, and she'll do that first before she'll give me a pharmaceutical. And she spends 45 minutes an appointment with me, whereas the average appointment with a conventional doctor is six minutes. So I'm a huge six believer. Minutes? Six minutes? I was going to say 15. Nope. Six minutes is the average appointment. I used to leave her and I go, you know, I forgot to tell her this, 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 and this. Well, that was by design. And I told you, she had missed that I was diabetic. When I went back a month later, she said, what are you doing here? You were just here. You don't get to have another appointment now. And I said, you're going to listen to me because I'm shaking and something's wrong. And so I need help. And it ended up my sugar was completely whacked out. Well, when you get one autoimmune disease, which diabetes is actually considered to be, it's very common to get something called multiple system um, autoimmune disease. So I was lucky that I got so forceful after I got the second one, because who knows what I would have. And I caught it early. So hey, it's undefined, but it's under control. Had it gone into Hashimoto's or lupus or MS or one of the more advanced forms of autoimmune disease, I may not have been so lucky. Although I do believe that with lifestyle change, if people haven't tried that, they should take back their power and do it because it certainly won't help and it probably will help them. It probably won't hurt and it probably will help them a lot. Yeah. By changing what I ate and changing my lifestyle habits, I supported my body to return to health. And, and by eating and real food. That's the beauty. It's it's when it's like I have two rules that I pretty much live by is if it's not of the land or on the if it's not grown in the land or on the land, I probably ain't gonna be eating it. Like yeah, I'm probably I not know. gonna be putting it in my body. Because so much of our food and so, and it, it, it really is programming. And I talk about this a lot of, of just the mindset of the programming that we're kind of set up for failure in many ways, because the average kid is seeing 
thousands of commercials throughout their lifetime. And they're not about the nutritious benefits and wonderful fun part. No, they're how we have to put cheese all over broccoli in order to get our kids to eat it. Or like gushies or things, things that are synthetically dyed that are like dyes that in, in a, that may be outlawed in the EU or in Australia and things that are dyed, processed, refined and carbonated. And if you just cut out that crap, it's amazing how good you can feel. I mean, and I wasn't raised being um, like a super healthy person at all. Um, like I, like I shared on your podcast, which we'll definitely link to in the comments below, along with the EWG website, because I highly recommend you look up, up the, just the, the products in your home that you use, especially um, the cleaning solutions for your floors. If you have little ones, little crawlers, whether those are like children or animals. Or animals. Your, your feet are some of the most, it's one of the most absorbent areas of your body. And so that's why walking around in nature or on the beach barefoot is really good. While walking around on lots of toxic chemicals, they're getting absorbed into your most, your, your largest organ, which is your skin. So just like look up the, the cleaning products. If any, if nothing else, just what on what you're and putting on your And my tip floor. for that is look up the last ingredient on the bottle first. Because if the last ingredient, which is the smallest amount in that bottle, is toxic, then trust me, everything else in that bottle is toxic too. So that will save you a lot of time. Look up the last ingredient. If that one's okay, then go up one and look it up until you see that they're all clean, but you don't have to start from the top down. Because everything that's toxic builds up your toxic load. And toxic load creates leaky gut, which I can explain, and leaky gut creates inflammation and disease. So leaky gut is one of the reasons I want you to eat real food is because all your cells have a shelf life and your gut is no different. It's no exception to that. And the wall of your gut actually replaces itself every six days, which I think is pretty amazing. But unfortunately, we eat so much crud, we can't it can't keep up with us. So leaky gut means that you're eating things that are toxins, you have a lot of stress, you're not getting enough sleep, you have parasites, you're eating chemicals and synthetic ingredients. And what happens then is that your gut cannot possibly digest your food properly. So they're in big chunks. And yet they want to get out of your gut because the next batch is coming in. So they start pushing up against the wall of your gut, which is only one cell thick, which means it's one millimeter. That's all as as thick as your gut is. So this stuff is poking up against it. It's too big to go through. And so it rips a little hole and your gut replaces it and then it rips another little hole and eventually it can't keep up and this stuff starts going into your blood and your body does exactly what it's supposed to do it screams foreigner attack and then your body does something which I think is really fascinating it then mimics wherever you're weak in your body so for somebody it might be their thyroid and become Graves disease or Hashimoto's for somebody else it might be your kidneys or for someone else, it might be your lower digestive and become IBS. For me, it was my muscles and my joints and everything hurt. For somebody else, it could be dementia, which also is a result of leaky gut. And I don't know about you guys, but I want to keep my brain. So Amen. you have to pay attention to what are you putting into your gut and how is it going through your wall? Because once it starts to rip, it's not so easy to heal. It tries to heal, but it can't. And every cell has a shelf life. They even used to think that your brain did not regenerate, and now they know that it does. But your blood completely regenerates every three months. So your blood is always new cells, medium cells, and old cells. Your lungs, which we need right now with COVID, the outside replaces itself every 15 days. Now, do you want to be replacing it with synthetic junk and poor quality building materials? So can you give some examples of like what toxins that we may not know that we're because toxins is such this it's such a broad label and and like it seems like nowadays so many things could just be labeled as toxic but 
are they? And is it really an individualized thing or are there certain things that we should just be like completely staying away from like glyphosate? <laughs> um, I will tell you that I was appalled because everything I looked up in my life was toxic. I started with food because I never really understood the difference between organic, conventional farming and genetically modified. And in California, we'd had genetically modified on the ballot and there was so much misinformation, I really didn't understand it. So understanding what that means is important. And genetically so what, do, what does genetically modified mean? It's one of two things. It either has BT toxin grown right into the plant which is very harmful to humans. But why it's grown into the plant is when the insect bites it, it blows his little body up. And so unfortunately, it also blows up all of our good gut bacteria. So, and it's blowing up our bees and our butterflies. And if we have no pollinators, we have no crops. So that's a bit of a problem. When they started with BT toxin, they said it wasn't gonna stay in our body. It was gonna go in through the plant and it was gonna go right back out of us. Well, it's the gift that keeps on giving. It gets into our gut and it has started to replicate. So getting all of that out of your body is the first challenge. So now I know that corn is one of the highest ones with, the, with that BP toxin. So is that why corn, when you eat it, like it just digests right through, like it's not even absorbed. And so when you, you know. Yeah, and it's just, it's bad for you. Uh, corn is genetically modified. Soy is 95% genetically modified. So a lot of people think they're being healthy by eating soy, but if it's not organic soy, it's loaded with BT toxin, which your body doesn't need and your family doesn't need. And yeah, it causes all kinds of health problems. One of the reasons we have so many more allergies now than we did 10, 15 years ago is because it is a very highly allergic um, toxin and it's creating more toxicity and allergies in our body. Wow. And so what's the second type of genetic modification? Uh, you'll love this one. That one's Roundup Ready. We ah. make things ready for Roundup, which means things like wheat are not only sprayed with Roundup, and Roundup is glyphosate, which we now got their records to prove is a carcinogen. It is so toxic, and yet we're making plants so that they can take enormous amounts of it. So wheat gets drenched in it. It gets and then it, it doesn't get washed off. It goes into all our bread products, all of our processed food products, and you're getting an unhealthy dose of glyphosate with every bite. Um, but it also gives the food companies a bigger yield. So there's a huge advantage for them to drench the crop in glyphosate because not only does it keep it from bugs, but it also puts the plant into shock so that they get lots more wheat from the plant. And when I was a kid, wheat was this tall waving stuff. Well, wheat isn't that anymore. Wheat is this little short stumpy stuff that's getting drenched in glyphosate. So it's a problem. So I thought I had a gluten problem when I first got sick. And so if I don't have a gluten problem, I have a glyphosate problem. And so by eliminating anything that had glyphosate on it, my body started to celebrate right away. And I discovered that because we I got married five years ago and we went to Italy on our honeymoon and they don't allow glyphosate on their wheat products. And suddenly I could eat pasta and breads again, which was delightful. So you don't want that stuff in your body. And they are just paid out a hundred um, something like a hundred billion dollars to people who claimed that they had gotten cancer from glyphosate after two landmark cases that were won by the people who brought them. And the guy who brought them against Monsanto, which then got bought by Bayer, was R.F. Kennedy Jr., Robert Kennedy Jr.'s son. And so he's on it. And he believes now that he has won those lawsuits, that there are more to come that he can win to protect us from some of these awful products. Oh, you just gave me truth bumps, Cheryl, because I, 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 I definitely am a big follower of Robert, Robert he's Kennedy. He's fantastic. And he's um, somebody said he's anti 
uh, vaccine. He's not anti-vaccine, but he is anti-vaccines that are doing harm to the people who are using them, and it's being covered up. So he plans mm -hmm. to take on the pharmaceutical companies and the vaccine companies next. It doesn't mean that he doesn't see the value in vaccines, but mm -hmm. we seem to be a, um, a mentality now that's all black and white. Either mm -hmm. you want your family to get 900 different vaccines or you hate all vaccines and it doesn't have to be that clean. There are shades of gray all the way around it. So. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. And I like our human bodies are so magnificent in our ability to heal and regulate. I mean, just like you basically, I think it was, I, and it's like, can't, you can't quote me directly, but I believe it was Dr. Joe Dispenza who said, we basically create a new body every 15 years. Yeah. If we change the patterns of what we're putting into our bodies, our internal environments and our yeah, external mind. environments. And, our and I, I love the fact that you brought up these things. So like with something like glyphosate, like, is that something that that's not listed on the ingredients to my knowledge, when you buy a bag of wheat bread, I haven't eaten wheat in, in a decade, but I too, I, I, and it's because I do have an allergy. I too went to Italy and in America, when I eat, consume like a, just even a piece, even a piece of pizza, I immediately get like, and I mean like not the whole slice. I mean like a bite. I get brain fog. I have like my, my, it affects my brain and my capacity to think. I think you a could lot have a real actually, gluten sensitivity. Yeah. So I went to Italy and I could get to three bites of, of delicious pasta. And then I would kind of start to feel some effects as well. So I just was like, yeah, wheat's not for me. So I just, I, we don't have it in our family, um, period. But it was interesting, the fact that I could go to Italy and have a very similar experience because I do have the, the actual gluten allergy, um, that it, I, I could have it because it didn't have, it wasn't sprayed with so much to toxic chemicals. Right. You have to get educated and know what it's on. It's on not all conventional produce, but it's on a lot of conventional produce. So if you don't want to spend your money on buying all organic, at least pay attention to the dirty dozen. If it's on that list, by God, do not buy that vegetable or fruit because it's going to be a potato has 39 toxins on it. 39 toxins and half of them are neurotoxins. Can you imagine what that does to our children? So pay attention to that list. And then I have the other chart, which is what is genetically modified on my website right underneath it. Because if it's genetically modified, stay away from it. You don't need it. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for your pets. It's not healthy for your child. And so become educated about what you need to avoid. I um, think the thing that never made sense for me from a genetic modification thing, just perspective of if it, if this thing like the BP toxin is meant to explode insect stomachs, aren't we all living yeah. creatures <laughs> like, yeah. that it just on, on a logical level didn't make sense period that why would I put this into my body if this is literally meant to explode the stomachs of things that are smaller than me? So if and it I does more it, than uh, that, doses, it doesn't allow my body. exactly. It doesn't allow the plant to get any minerals. Number one, our soil is very deficient in the first place because we have not done regenerative farming for a long time. But what little is there that gets into the plant with BT toxin goes right back out of your body and with Roundup goes right back out of your body. So we're all very deficient in magnesium and other important minerals. So make sure the next time you go to your doctor, he tests you for all of that. And magnesium is really important. It's 325 enzyme reactions in your body. So if you don't have enough magnesium, it's influencing how your whole body is functioning. And I have a hard time holding the magnesium that I get in my body. So I take one do of you the do, morning. Do you use magnesium sprays? No, or I take a supplement. Yes. 
Yeah. Um, I take one in the morning, I take one at night, and I take an Epsom salt bath every night, which is a different kind of magnesium. Yes. Not only does it relax me, but it does seem to give me that last boost of magne- magnesium that gets my levels up to normal. So that little, ch- and I love it because I like to relax. It's something I do for self-care. I take a bath with um, lavender oil in it lavender essential oil. So it's very relaxing. It cleans up all the icky stuff of my day. And it's super healthy for my body. So it's a Mm -hmm. win, win, win. I I do the same, not every night, but pretty, I would say probably about two to three times a week, I take a magnesium salt bath. And my son Declan just loves to drop in the the oils. He thinks that sets like the funnest thing. So he always helps mommy prepare her bath, which ends up being a mommy and Ducky bath <laughs> because by the end he ends up wanting to come in and splash around. But I'm like, I'll yeah, give him all the magnesium and all the lavender oils as well, because it's oh, just, yeah, it's good for it him. helps relax him for his night's sleep as well. And I think one of the things that I, I love that you said, get, get tested. You, you more than likely you have to go to a functional medicine doctor to get tested for this because a conventional medicine doctor no, is they not. will if you tell them you want will? to be tested they will they'll test you for, they won't do a lot of things they won't give you a sensitivity test which was my mm-hmm. first big leap back from pain she looked at me like I'd landed and told me they were they didn't exist sensitivities weren't real well I got news for her I had 18 of them And I would never have found them on my own. One of them is chicken. I used to eat so much chicken, I thought I was going to cluck. Well, it ends up I ate so much chicken, it had been leaking out in my gut for a long time. So my body had built up a resistance to it. And so it was causing some of the pain and the inflammation in my body. Are you? I would never have found that. I'm an A. You're an um, A. Interesting. Cause I had that with one of my clients. She, we were going through uh, the energy section, uh, the energy session in high performance coaching. And I, I told her to get an allergy test. Cause she said, I I've always like, not like chicken, but everyone says that it's so healthy for you. And I'm a big fan of Dr. Peter Diamo's book, eat right for your type. And that book I ended up kind of stumbling on by experimentation in my own health journey to finding that as an O blood type, like the fact that when I was a vegan, I craved just a red piece of meat, like steak right. for six years. It was because my body literally needed it. And that's partly why I had no, now, I feed my husband who's an O more meat than I eat. Yeah. But you have to, you have to look in the mirror every day and ask your body, how do you feel? Because yes. as an A, I'm not supposed to need meat but I did not feel good when I gave it up completely. Mm -hmm. And the only way you know that is to get to know your body. So I'm diabetic, meat releases um, protein and keeps your sugar level even at a much slower rate than anything else. So my body was craving it. Now, do I eat a lot of meat? No, I like to say that I'm pagan. I'm half vegan and half paleo because I never eat more than the size of the palm of my hand, but I need that. And I know I need that because I talk to my body and it tells me. So, you know, I adjust my body every morning by what it tells me. If I get up and I have a little tiny whiny headache, first thing I ask is, why do I have that? How many vegetables did I eat yesterday? Mm -hmm. Did I eat my full color range of vegetables? Because I don't only want you to eat veggies. I want you to eat all the colors fairly close to each other because each one has a different gift. And together they get together and they party. So you can't just eat green because if you only eat green, you're not getting all the phytonutrients your body needs to get all those great building blocks we were talking about. Mm -hmm. So you need, and my whole thing is eat from a farm as close to you as possible. Why do you want to do that? Because you want that vegetable to get picked and land on your plate in record time. And the only way that's going to happen, if you're buying from a local farm, we love to go to farmer's markets. Mm -hmm. And we've made a lot of friends at farmer markets because we're still foodies. We just eat super healthy. And where do you find other people just like you? 
at farmer's markets buying healthy organic produce just like you are. And every farmer's market has different things. So I have somebody who makes me homemade V8 juice from tomatoes in her garden from one of the farmer's markets I go to. So you have to go, you have to see what they have. You have to talk to them. You have to find out how they're growing the food. And then you want to eat it as soon after it was picked as possible, because that's when the nutrients are prime. And that's when they get in your body and they do a little dance. And if you do this, and you ask your body, how is it feeling? It doesn't take very long. Within a couple of weeks, you really start to feel good. And when you really start to feel good, you don't want to give that up. People are always asking me, am I not deprived because I don't eat processed food and fast food? Heck no. I was deprived when I was eating all that crud. I am not deprived at all anymore because I like feeling this good. Yeah, it, it really is. I think the the biggest objections, I mean, in any form of sales conversation, and you know, this is a businesswoman as well, are time and money. So how do we navigate around those objections around how much time it would take to go to the farmer's market or how much money it takes to buy organic and to buy at, at grass fed and to buy antibiotic free meats? Um, Number one, in the long run, it's cheaper because your body's healthier. So let's start with that. But beyond that, it... I have a whole chapter on 30 ways to save on healthy food. But before we even get into that, because it's all about the United States, and I know you have international viewers, before we even get into that, you have to take a look at your budget and what's in your budget that doesn't need to be there. Do you really need to stop for coffee every day on your way to work? And you're probably not drinking organic coffee. And trust me, coffee is a super dirty crop. So you only want to be drinking really great coffee that's organic. And you're probably not going to get that from the local coffee store. How much money does that save you that can go to organic food? Do you really- in Australia, you can actually, like, there are three organic coffee shops that are within walking distance of me. That I, that I normally go to, but once a week I do allow myself to have the uh, the Starbucks that reminds me of home. <laughs> so it's, See, it's I nice. make my own organic coffee and I awesome. love the guy. It's Mayorga Organics. He started the business because the toxins were bad for his growers. They were bad for the little towns that the growers' crops were close to, and they were bad for his consumer. So he cleaned it up. He only does organic coffee. I love the stuff. It's Cubano. So it's a very dark, rich, organic roast. So I had given up drinking coffee and now I thoroughly enjoy it because my body loves it and it's not giving me that unhealthy dose of poison with every cup. So your first thing is, where can you save money? Do you have to eat out at lunch every day? Can you take your lunch with you? Mm -hmm. I I have um, canning jars. I make these unbelievable salads that I carry around with me in canning jars. If I go to somebody else's house for lunch, I even will take them a salad with all these fabulous colors going all the way down the jar. Everybody loves my salads. And then I take my own salad dressing because most salad dressings are also icky. And so you want you want to control what goes into your mouth. So how do I do that? When you get a rhythm of cooking, It takes you more time to get in the car and go for fast food than it takes you to put a dinner together. I get up in the morning. I take out my meat. I take a look at what vegetables I have. I have already cleaned them and put them on the shelf. I level in my refrigerator. So I know in the morning what I'm going to make for dinner. I walk in at night and I can get dinner on the table in a half an hour. It may take me longer than that for it to cook in the oven, but I'm not spending any more time than a half an hour on that meal. And it's delicious because I can control it myself and make it to my husband and my taste. Mm. And so nothing tastes as good as real, honest food. And if you have it roasted vegetables, you don't know how delicious they can be. Oh, they're so good. And it's, it's, I love the fact that you said that nothing tastes as good as real, honest food, because isn't there a process like when when your body is so polluted with so many toxins like for example my father still eats copious amounts of sugar and so things don't taste 
as sweet to him. But when my husband used to to cook dinner for us as a family, like he would, he always found my husband's cooking to be very enjoyable. And my husband cooks with hardly any sugar at all. It's just using spices and lots of different flavors and salts and, and, and And all those spices are super good for the body. But I want to talk about sugar for a minute. Sugar is as addictive as heroin and cocaine. Yes. So what happens, I'm going to give you a reason why you need to detox off this stuff. It turns off your hormone right here in your head that controls your appetite. And I don't know about you, but I would eat this enormous Thanksgiving dinner. And then I'd be going, what can I find to eat in the kitchen? Because I was still hungry. And I'd be going, how could I be hungry when I just ate this enormous meal? Well, that's because my hormone wasn't working that shut my appetite off. So I kept stuffing food into my mouth long past when my body wanted it. You detox off the sugar. And number one, you can't even stand to walk through the processed food aisle in the grocery store because it's overwhelming to you. You sure as heck, I mean, I have a thing for a California candy brand that I grew up on. And as a treat one day, I decided I was going to get myself one piece. I couldn't imagine that I had eaten that my whole life. It was icky. I did not want it. My body didn't want it. You get to the point where not only do you not want all that sweet, but it no longer is calling your name from the kitchen. So yeah, can I go out? Yeah. When you, when you try it. I mean, I had, I had uh, like my husband, and I decided to split like a, a tiny little frappuccino. And I used to drink like the venti size after high school daily, daily. And like, and, and I had a sip and I was like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> like too much, <laughs> too much sugar for me. And I mean, this is coming from somebody who used to be bulimic. So yes, it, sometimes it does take a process of, of slowly. And it's not easy to off. detox like, off of it, but it only yeah, takes maybe I mean, three or like four heroin, weeks. It's an, accepted, it's an accepted form. But I now like, I used to like not be able to have a pint of ice cream in my frit freezer because even if it was organic, even if it was, you know, cashew nut milk ice cream, I would eat that whole pint. It was right. just, it was just, I would bake a cake. I would want to eat the whole cake. Exactly. But like once I started eating, putting in more, more natural foods, eating more bitters, eating more sours, like organic sauerkraut that my husband makes or lemon, lemon, a little lemon in my water. It actually prevented me from wanting to have more sugar. And so now if I do get a little pint of organic ice cream, it'll stay there for a couple weeks. Yeah. And you can have one or two spoons and not care that you're not eating the whole carton. Exactly. Which is amazing. It gives you food freedom. So if anybody knows that they need to detox off of sugar, but they don't want to go through the process, trust me on this. It is so freeing because you no longer care about whatever that thing was that had your name written all over it. Um, And actually my next two podcasts are going to be on sugar. One is about why you need to get off of sugar. And the second one is what do you do about cravings while you're detoxing off of it? Because I want people to know it's doable and it's so worthwhile. Yeah. For me, the, the thing that I did was, I got those organic dark chocolate uh, bars from Trader Joe's and those little tiny, like about the size of my hand. And I would have like one or two squares a night. And that was just, I always allowed myself to have that. And so I didn't feel restricted from taking away sugar, but it had so much less sugar than what I was used to. And we still will do that. We'll still have a square chocolate, but believe it or not, I, who used to eat the entire box of this famous candy, one or two squares is more than enough. And I do still sometimes make treats. They're just not everyday treats. And I use dark soy-free chocolate morsels that Mm. are available so that I'm also not getting any kind of BT toxin in there with my chocolate, which is huge. And chocolate is a dirty crop. So you want to be eating organic chocolate. If you're eating chocolate, you want to be eating quality because food quality matters. And that's really about the investment. Like it's an investment in your longevity. 
And right. I think sometimes on, from a mindset perspective, our egos will want to think of the short-term gains of eating that pint of ice cream or the short-term gains that it, it, it that you have for your budget when you choose to just buy the regular old meats instead of the organic or you just. Yeah. Stop thinking about what you're giving up. Start thinking about what you're gaining. Mm -hmm. What you're gaining is a body that's happy. What you're gaining is your body is thriving. What you're gaining is the possibility to grow old and keep your brain and not get dementia. Those are huge gains. So you're not giving up anything, not really. And it doesn't mean that you're giving up anything that's pleasurable to eat. Nobody comes to my house for dinner and goes, ooh, wee, I don't want to eat this because it's healthy. They go, wow, this is healthy because I'm still a foodie. I still like to make yummy food. It's just healthy, yummy food. And there's a difference. Change your mindset and you'll change the way you eat. It's critical. And also that 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 love for yourself and what you provide and the value that you're investing, the greatest investment that you can ever make is in yourself and in your health and longevity. And that... Yeah. That because ne- that can never be taken away from you. It can never. So even if and it's you it's, control that, and that's yeah. the beauty. Yeah, and the the beauty is is like really have enjoying those those meals. And it, I mean, this is coming from me, like who went completely paraben free with like all my makeup is all is all natural. It's predominantly all organic. It's definitely toxic free because I too was having an allergic reaction to all of my right. makeup. I was having allergic reactions. Like I was having um, uh, skin eczema breakouts regularly. And you know, that's Uh, an inside job. They can't give you anything topical that's going to make eczema and psoriasis go away. But if you eat a clean, toxin-free diet, your gut will give you gorgeous skin. And one of the things that takes away your skin (laughs) is all that stuff shortens something called telomeres which are the tips of your DNA. And if you get short telomeres, your skin's going to show it and your longevity's going to show it. And I don't know about you, but I'd sort of like to be dancing all the way to the end. It's Amen. important to me. So. Well, Cheryl, I could keep on talking to you and just enjoying all, all of your food knowledge that, that you have consumed and invested in over the over the years because you and it's are just, how I live and it's doable that's and that's the beauty is is you are a walking testimony for how possible it is that you can create a beautiful environment and a clean environment without having tons of toxic chemicals I want to give products. two quick food rules about what you want to do when you pick up a processed food box yes if you don't know what it is neither does your body put it back on the shelf. If you can't pronounce it, your body doesn't know what that is either. So put it back on the shelf. That will eliminate 99% of processed food and your body doesn't want it. So don't put it into it. You want to be eating things that your body will thrive on. And if you can't pronounce it or don't know what it is, and that's as simple as natural flavors. Do you know what natural flavors usually are? MSG under 39 different names. We all know MSG is bad for us, but they deceive us. So I don't know what natural flavorings is, so I don't eat it. It's that simple. And natural, and this is just from a NLP standpoint, be aware of the labels that people that you'll see on on boxes, especially natural. It's It's an unregulated word. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. You can put natural on anything. You can put natural on like sugary cereal. And is it? Yeah, technically sugar is natural if it's cane sugar. But if it's so processed and gone through so many chemical processes, it ain't natural anymore. No, and most sugar is GMO too, so allow your antenna to pop up on those. So Cheryl, I would love to end this with some rapid fire if you are open to it. Sure, absolutely. All right. Who is your favorite female character in a book or a movie and why? Wonder Woman, because she fights Dr. Poison and the Duke of Deception. So I even dress as her sometimes when I go out to speak to groups. And I walk in and I say, now I know you know I'm not Wonder Woman. Would you believe maybe Wonder Woman's grandmother? But 
I want to fight Dr. Poison and the Duke of Deception right along with her. And I wish I had all her superpowers, but what I have is the ability to educate you. And that in itself is a superpower. What woman would you want to trade places with just for a day? Think about that one. I don't know. Fully trade places. You can step into their body. You can live their brain. You can see how they think. RBG. She was brilliant. She did so much for every woman in America. And it's really a tragedy that she has now passed away, although she earned the ability to rest in peace. Amen. Amen. What would you consider to be your kingdom? Um, My kingdom is the kingdom of organic and food because I've gotten to be a really inventive cook. And since I have 18 food sensitivities, I make the weirdest things out of the weirdest ingredients, but they're really delicious. As an example, I make a white sauce out of cashew nuts and cauliflower, and I can make clam chowder with it. I can make beef stroganoff with it. Anything that needs a white sauce, I can start with that as my base. And I don't have to, I can't have dairy. So I had to come up with ways around it. And most people don't even know it's not dairy by the time I'm done with it. Oh my gosh, that sounds delicious. Can I come over? I'm an experimenter. (laughs) Yeah, people love to come to my house for dinner. And if I go to someone else's house, I always take food with me. And my dish is always the first one that disappears. So now I take a small container for John and I so that I know we get to eat. (laughs) That is awesome. So if your palace had a swear jar, how how much money would be in it at the end of the day? Oh, it would have a lot. And the big word is the F word. I use it a lot when I'm ticked off. But yeah, it would be a it would be a down payment on my next whatever. And how would so how would you reinvest it? Um, right now, um, I have a second home in Sedona, so it would probably be buying things that make us more comfortable there. But for those of you who don't know about Sedona, it is one of the most beautiful places in the United States. And as I look out my kitchen window, there's no houses except for one over there. And then these incredible red rock cliffs to the left. And it's like my little piece of heaven. And the house is only five years old and only somebody only lived in it for two months because the guy who built it had all the shelves real tall because he was tall and his wife was five foot tall and she couldn't reach anything. So it's like a brand new house and it's really, we're going there next week. We haven't been there since COVID started and I am really excited to get there because it's where my own soul is one with the earth. Amen. It's it, it is a gorgeous, gorgeous place. We stayed up at the Sky Ranch Lodge when we went vi- went and visited there, and it was just like the sunset was magical. And there's Again, ten restaurants that are clean that I can eat at off the street without calling ahead. That's pretty amazing. I wish that was true in Los Angeles. I wish that was true pretty much universally. <laughs> So lastly, um, if you had to have your success at twice the speed, how would you have done it? What would you have done differently? I don't think I would have done anything differently because I am who I am because of the way my life was and the things that led up to me being here. Um, I was single for a long time. I probably would have rather not have been single for a long time, but it was worth the wait because I'm now with my soulmate. And so really, all of the building blocks of my life have led me to the happiest place I have been in my entire life. I'm 71, and I wouldn't trade off almost any of it today. I'm a very, very lucky girl. So, yeah. And when no. did you, at what age did you meet your soulmate? Um, I married him five years ago, and I met him two years before that. So, and I met him because... I was in a relationship when I got sick. He looked at me and said, I don't like it that you're sick. I said, Ducky, what would you like me to do about that? So he went out the door and I decided I was lousy at this relationship thing. So I took a class from a woman named Alison Armstrong, who believed that she was kissing um, princes and turning them into frogs. So she ran a series of classes on how to bring the prince out of your man. And they were the men who 
were good at taking care of women. And what she taught me was I needed to have a list of non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. And when I had that list, I went on the old fogey dating site. I listed all my non-negotiables. John called me three days after I put it up and lived 10 minutes away from me and went down the list. I can, I can do this. 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 Not sure about this one. We'll have to talk about what, what it was that you meant. But he said, if you give me a try, I'm probably the nicest man you ever met. And he is. That is so awesome. I had a list of 50 that I created when I was 16. I I was a very insightful teenager, apparently, because I went back and I saw the list when I first started dating my husband about six months in. My husband hit 48 out of 50, and the other two were kind of null and void. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The other two were kind of like 16-year-old me, but that... um, yeah, yeah 48 out of and said, stop fitting into their life, make them fit into yours. You're never going to get what you want if you're constantly not being who you are and fitting into somebody else's life. And that was very wise. Or fitting into what somebody else says is necessary for your body. Right. As well. Right. Right. And so, John wanted to go on a get well journey with me. That was one reason we got together. And he lost 80 pounds since we've been together. Wow, amazing. He had just lost his wife to cancer when we met, and he had been her caretaker for five years, so he had gained quite a bit of weight. And he said, I need I need to go on a Get World journey. Let's do it together. How beautiful. Lastly, how do you crown yourself? Um, I believe all women should crown themselves because there is a queen in each and every one of us, but it's really an honoring who we are with ourselves. So you have to start honoring yourself. I lived in fear for a large portion of my life. And guess what? I figured out in my 50s, the only person who was keeping me from getting what I wanted was me. So ditch the fear, jump off the cliff, you will fly and go do what you want. Don't hold yourself back and live to your full queendom because you deserve it. I could not end on better words. Cheryl, where can we find you? How can we connect with you and how can we work with you and and feel good because it just feels fucking good to feel good. It does feel good to feel good. The key word is Cheryl with a C, C C-H-E-R-Y-L-M, which is for my last name, health, because I'm all about health, and then muse, M-U-S-E, because I want to inspire you to be healthy. So you put at .com, that takes you to my website. You put at gmail.com, that will take you to my email. And if you want to write to me, I will answer questions. I'm really invested in people being healthy. Um, I want children to stop eating the American standard diet because 53% of them have chronic illness. And so if I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to identify as your coach, whatever it is that you want from your health, and then we're going to find ways to get there. And I'm going to inspire you to do it. So when you get to choose what you want, it works so much better. And so that's what you would get in hiring me to be your coach. I have my own podcast, also called It Feels Good to Feel Good, but it's called Future Proof Your Health. Because for all the Oh, you out there who say you don't need what I talk about takes 20 years for toxic load to build up and over the top. And if you want to grow old and keep your brain, it's important that you start today. And pretty much everything I talk about is the same thing from the National Geographic Blue Zone Project, which are the healthiest places in the world and what they do. And they're also the same things that I agree with. So they're kind of now getting universally accepted that there is a formula to being healthy and you control it. So for God's sake, start doing it. Amen. Amen. Cheryl, it has been a pleasure having you on. I hope everyone was taking notes. This is definitely one to re-listen to so that you can gather all the all the information. Cause I know if you're just getting used, like getting introduced to this world of it can be overwhelming. Health, it can be overwhelming. So th- this is definitely one to go back and re-listen to, take notes and and 
do the work. So go into the EWG website, contact Cheryl with your questions. And And my book tells you what I found was toxic and what I replaced it with because I wanted to give everybody else a head start because it can be tedious. It's not user friendly in there. So at least start with what I did because that's a jumping off point. So the book is worth it just to know all of that. Yes, yes. So start small and just allow yourself, allow yourself the learning period. Like I said, it took me, it took me 10 years to go on this journey of, of to where I am at now. And five to get rid of the toxins. Yeah. So it, it definitely was a process of, of a journey of becoming healthy and getting to a place where now it's just vibrant energy. That's like, on fire for life because your body is so aligned. And and I like Cheryl also ask myself in the mirror regularly, what is it that my body is needing? How can I support my body in, in more ways than, than just and it's so worth it. Yeah. It's so worth it. So invest in your health, feel good because it feels so good. And as always own your throne, mind your business because your reign is now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.